The, 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 the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. Yo, 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 what's good? What's good? Is your girl V Henny, man? You already know the vibes. And we got, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Gotta do it. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, we got your boy LJ in the building. Uh-huh. LJ, we outside. What's up? What's good, yo? I'm chilling. What's good with you? I'm good. Yo, it's been like, uh, I've been wanting to bring you on the show for a while already. I appreciate it. You I've know? been wanting to be on for a while. Now, I mean, I see you moving, I see you shaking, doing what you got to do and I'm, I'm trying, like I'm trying to take over the world one step at a time I mean I, yo what's up like we twins because uh, my slogan is what taking the world taking over the world two hours at a time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I just peeped that today too I, <laughs> I, I forgot where, I know I seen it on the um on the flyer mm. that's where I seen it at but yes. yeah yeah I'm, you know I'm trying to take over the world little by little but I you mean, know you I, I'm super proud of you I'm super proud of the fact that we were talking off air and we were just mentioning how you have two podcasts, the Hookah yep. and an Opinion. You have the Hookah and Opinions, and then I have the um the LJ Live podcast. Yes, and so now you bu- you're about to have three. We're about third to have one? three. So this is an exclusive because not okay. everybody knows about this yet. So um I'm doing a podcast with my twin brother P and my big brother Haas. It's gonna be called the No Chill Podcast. Ooh. So it's so gonna be very raw. It's gonna be very uncensored, and it's, okay. it's gonna be disrespectful. So it's gonna be like a tad. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be basically conversations that's in your group chat that probably never should leave your group chat but it's gonna leave it's gonna be on air so that's kind of the idea of it i mean that's it sounds listen anything that's raw oh baby i like it Uh oh yeah it's gonna be it might get us in trouble so i mean that's the whole purpose i feel like that's the whole purpose of being a youtuber yeah you understand like we as youtubers are known to to do the Stupid, idiotic things, mm-hmm. and then eventually apologize with a video. <laughs> I don't ever plan on apologizing. <laughs> you so don't plan on apologizing? Never. Whenever I get on my platform, it's my platform. Okay. So anything I ever say on my platform, chances are it was pre-thought about before I decided to say it. So once I say it, it's there. Like, I don't do much editing in my videos as far as as far as far cutting things out. Like, I might add some flair here or there. Or I might, you know, widen the screen or zoom in or do something like that just to make what I'm saying pop a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, But as far yeah. as, like, taking out things that I said because I feel like it might not be politically correct, I don't ever do that. So I mean, I feel you on that. I don't I don't either. I mean, I just... I, 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 me personally, I like the raw truth as well. Yeah. So I, I respect it. I was just... Like I had this conversation with someone. Like, how you feel about that? Like, the I know you just mentioned you don't, but mm-hmm. like in a situation like a Nick Cannon, mm. would you catch yourself apologizing? With, so with Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, I feel like he lost a lot. You know, like Wildin' Out was one of his was one of his main sources of income, and it was something he's had. I think he was like 15 seasons in. Mm-hmm. So when that's kind of been your claim to fame, because obviously music wasn't that. Yeah. You know, then then you're kind of in a position to where now, like he has the radio show, I believe, and I think he was gonna have like a late night show or something like that. But Wildin' Out is obviously what the majority of people know him for. Yeah. So when you lose that. It's kind of like either I take it to another platform, which I did see. I think Diddy said something about like yeah, wanting to move it to revolt. But if he can't do that, then I kind of see the position that he's going to be in to where you have to apologize. But like like I said, when I do things like that, I think about it before I go on air and say okay. whatever. So like a lot of the stuff I do, I know it may not seem like it's scripted because it comes off so natural. But a lot of that stuff is really scripted. Okay. Is it so, like that? Yeah. Like how long does it take you to like create your script um for one of your shows so so normally like i'll get an idea in my head like so for example let's use the will and jada stuff okay so 
the Will and Jada stuff happened, I'm like, oh, shit, Jada fucked up, <laughs> you know? So now I'm thinking about, okay, how can I bring my point to light without, one, disrespecting Jada, because obviously I don't ever want to disrespect women, but then, two, I have to let the people know that Jada was wrong, though, uh-huh. you know? So it's just, it's just going through that, you know, thinking about what I'm going to say. Sometimes I'll even write it down. Um, and then maybe I'll even sleep on it. You okay, know, I'll okay. sleep on it, and then the next day it's like, okay, cool. This is where I want to go with it, and then I just okay. go getting straight I, to it. You know, I need to. I'm starting. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm <laughs> starting to now, um, like start like starting now to like just script everything in you a should. sense because I was very raw and rugged and then I caught myself those times that I was like racially <laughs> I was watching I was I would go back uh-huh. and I'm like oh my god yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep it about cancel cultures right now is a little I mean to be honest fuck cancel culture I said it already I feel you. That's so, bullshit. <laughs> but I'm like they're very much real and you know and all honesty like I'm seeing a lot of especially YouTubers who've been in the game mm-hmm. for like what like over easily over five years yeah. and like they're going back to their their old videos and catching them on certain things and i'm like yeah. Come honestly on. i think people have to understand that at that point in time that's where i was at with it okay obviously people grow and people mature some people don't mature but obviously people grow and change so you have you can't hold them for something they said five years ago and still believe that that's their views now okay like, unless they express that same view Five years later, okay, you know, so that's how I feel about that one. So, okay, okay. Now going to going back to your third podcast. Okay, how? Because I know your brother um, lives in the West Coast. Yep, he's in LA. So you guys are doing a video podcast, or it's just strictly audio? We want to do video. That's honestly the main um, the main issue of why it hasn't started yet. Like we've had this idea probably over like two weeks ago. Okay, so um, I think the main issue right now is just trying to find a platform to where. We can all we can all be on it, and the audio all sounds the same. So okay. how I do my podcast is I have a um, Rodecaster Pro, which okay. is like a, um, it's pretty much like a like a mobile mixing box studio kind of thing. That's so dope. whereas as long as I have my mics or whatever, you plug it in, but I can record from anywhere. Like I can take it on the go. It's actually in my car. That's I don't, dope. I don't leave home without it. So essentially, like if I were to do it. Off of that, then we would have to do a three-way phone call because my brother Haas lives in Atlanta. Oh, so okay. So I think there was a computer software that he had did when he was a guest on somebody else's podcast to where pretty much all the audio records together. So you have the three separate tracks with three separate voices. And then obviously then you download those from off the internet and then you mix and do whatever you got to do post-production and then put it out. So it's just figuring out, does it make sense to do that? Because I think it's like $20 a month. Okay. So it's more so, does it make sense to do that? Or is there another way to where we can do that and it works out just as well? I mean, so mm, We thought about that. We thought about maybe maybe doing a three-way call so we can all hear each other. Okay. But then, you know, recording it all in a separate in a separate um and whatever they use because I know obviously my brother was doing music so he could record in Logic or whatever. Uh, my brother Hodge could record in Audacity and then I record on my Rodecaster and then just sending the audio to me mm-hmm. so then that I can post product and then as long as we start at the same time then the conversation would still seem like it's flowing so that's honestly the main issue so we're just trying to figure out how to do I mean, that. I mean I think you guys will figure it out. I think to be honest like if it um, depending on your net, your both. I mean, actually, all three of you guys, your network. Mm-hmm. I do think maybe paying uh, like a like a monthly fee yeah. is. I think it'll make sense. 
Um, but I just I my my thing with you is just make sure it's the right service, of you course. know. But other of than course. that, I think it does. Like I said, one of them is gonna pay for it anyway, because like yeah. I said, I'm already paying for two podcasts, so they got to pay for the third one if they <laughs> want to be a part of this. I so I was just t- telling him like I met so those they don't know he, LJ is a twin. Right? I am. Yes. So identical. I yeah right I I I stay telling people this. I'm like yo, when I met his twin, I was in LA out in LA. I thought it was him, right? I was at a showcase, mm-hmm. me, um, Scott, um, Bach, whatever. And, and Scott was like, yo, I invited, um, he's like, I invited my cuz. Yeah. So he Naturally, didn't tell, you understand? So, you think it's me. Yeah, so no yeah, I was like, okay. So when I see his twin, I was like, oh, shit, LJ's in, he's out here in, the, in L.A., you know? I so wish. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm here like, like, hey, like, you know, I did a smile like, like, hey, what up? Like, yeah. and he just looked at me like, who the fuck is this? See? And I'm like, oh, something's like. That's that stupid shit, man. Yeah, I felt, I felt stupid. I was like, ah. Uh. So then eventually Scott was like, yo, he started laughing. He was like, yo, nah, nah, that's his twin. He got it. Because I was like, yo, he's mad rude. See, he's about to put me in the doghouse already. <laughs> shit, like, that's crazy. He's acting like he don't know me. Like, yeah, nah, I wouldn't do that, man. You nah, a joke. I, know you I wouldn't front of like, like that. So then I told your, your, your twin brother, I was like, yo, I was about to call you rude. And he was laughing. He's like, nah, nah, we twins. I, he's like, my bad. Like, yeah, see, nah, he's an asshole. <laughs> he's an asshole. The fact that he puts you through it, like I said, when I see friends, of his that come up to me thinking I'm him, I'll go along with it until a certain point. Like until somebody asks me something that I can't answer because that's only a question that's that he would know. Up. That's I mean, fucked up. Because it's you... fucked up, but is it, I don't want to ever put my brother in a position now where he might lose out on a friend or somebody might come back wanting to fight him, <laughs> thinking that you know that he was disrespectful or something like that. So that's how I do it. And like like I said, normally people just laugh it off and it'd be cool. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. I think I think it's dope that you guys are actually collaborating and doing this. You know, now going back. So wait, I was looking at your some of your videos. You are a coach. Yes. So how did you go about becoming like, were you, did you start podcasting first? Okay. So did you, were you like how athlete first? So really I was a rapper first. So obviously I played sports all through high school and college. I got a little something, something. I'm retired though. Chicka, so, chicka, chicka, chicka. so, cause that's I think that's how we met. We met at a showcase. Yeah. So I believe it was it was um, one of my friends. Cause I, at this time I had retired by okay. then. So this is like I want to say it was 2016. Okay. So by then I had retired. I think you were on a panel judging the performances. And if I'm probably not mistaken. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yes. it was definitely in yes, Brooklyn. Yes. It was at that. I think it was on Bedford. Yes. So yes. That's I, where we originally met at, and um, I was just there supporting a friend. I think. Um, yeah, I was supporting a friend. I think he was with he was doing a two frost performance. So okay. Guru and um Jedi. So I was just there supporting, but obviously naturally, you know, um with Scott being my cousin and us being cool, you know, we is cool. That's where we met at. Um so I was a rapper at first. So naturally a bunch of people in my circle raps, you know. So at the time it was my twin brother was rapping, um, Guru was rapping, uh, everybody was just rapping and I felt like out of all those people, I felt like I wouldn't feel like I had the least amount of success. Okay, but I'm just like, all right, cool. Everybody can't be the rapper. Yeah, you know. So at that point in time, that's when I decided, like, yo, I have a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is doing okay. I had like about a thousand subscribers at the time. Okay, and um, I was just like, yo, like, I'll just do YouTube. So as far as like finding my place on YouTube, that was kind of difficult because it was like I want to do games, but I'm not that good at games. Okay, so it was more so like, yo, like. 
I'm a natural shit talker. So why not I just go on YouTube and I talk my shit about a bunch of stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I found that land. When did you retire? I, I, I unofficially retired in 2016. Um, I still do features for people if they ask, depending on okay. who that person is. But like, I won't go, I won't go to a studio, pay money for a session and, you know, go in there, spit a whole mixtape and then leave. Yeah, like, yeah, I won't yeah. do that no more. But like, obviously I still have all my recording equipment and stuff like that. So if a friend sent over a feature, I would do the feature or, um, I was doing some music recently because i was working on a um i was working on a web series okay so um with me working on that web series i didn't want to use anybody else's music because obviously i wanted to own everything i was doing mm -hmm. so i actually went in the booth and i actually made about seven songs for that mix oh, really or for that um web series yeah so they're never gonna see the light of day why i'm not doing a web series no more <laughs> I'm not doing it no more. So they're never <laughs> going to see the light of day. Wait, wait, why? What, what made you change your mind with the web series? I wanted to do it. And <laughs> it was, it was more so, it was more so, I want to say a conflict of interest, but it was just, it was just everybody that I wanted a part of it, whether it was like scheduling conflicts or okay. there was one time, guys, you're going to hate me for this, but I'm sorry. But there was a guy, <laughs> um, there was a time where we were going to shoot the first episode, we were shooting a scene. So the first scene was supposed to be a robbery. Okay. And that's how we were supposed to start off the web series because I wanted to do something that was actually going to capture your attention the moment you turned it on. Because I feel like like, like Snowfall and all the other shows, it takes a while for it to really kick yeah. off. So I'm like, yo, I want to kick in the door with the first two minutes of the shit. So we were doing a robbery scene. And long story short, they left the guns at the place we were shooting at before. Nah, I'm so, dead. Yeah, so once that happened, we never shot again, and it was over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, we had the dialogue scene. I Wait, had the whole script So wait, did you write this as yeah, well? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote everything. What sparked up the idea of one of So it was called, what was it called? It was um, One Way In, One Way Out. So essentially what it was supposed to be was um, it was two friends or whatever. One was in the gang, one wasn't. And basically... The one that wasn't in the game was having all these problems with his baby mom. Okay. Obviously, money struggles, um, job struggles, work struggles. And his friend that was in the game was getting money, obviously, the wrong ways. Mm -hmm. So, basically, he wanted to get in the game so he can get the money, you know, get the girls, get the gotcha. fly, you know, and all that. But it was going to go south when they were supposed to commit a robbery. But they were supposed to, they robbed the wrong person. So they ended up robbing somebody that was really well known in the streets and ended up killing somebody that he was close to. Oh, so okay. now that person is now trying to come after all of them and ends up kidnapping his girls, baby moms, um, his best friend who put him in the gang and yeah, so Damn, it like, nice. yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So wait, so what wait, what So I'm not saying that it won't happen. What I'm thinking about doing is instead of turning it, instead of making it a series, maybe okay. I'll make it a short story or a short film. Okay. So it'd be like 30 minutes and everything would happen within that 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever. Makes, I think I like the short film. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I mean, because you're catching my attention maybe, and who knows, maybe if you shoot a, a short film and it's very, if it's well directed and well, you know, if you have the, like the proper actors, because I'm going to keep it a buck, don't. <laughs> I don't know how who like who's acting in it, but you know how many indie. I was just saying like, yo, you be watching oh, like yeah. indie movies, 
<laughs> Sometimes these actors, I'm and like, it'd be really bad. It'd be really choppy, and honestly, the acting was really good. Like the okay. um, so we the first scene we shot was basically like a dialogue scene. Okay. Basically, one introducing the characters, but two introducing the fact that. Um, that one of the characters wanted to join the game. Okay. That scene, when I tell you that scene is really beautiful, like I shot and edited it already, it, it's really beautiful. Like it's really a work of art. They did it in, I believe, two takes. Okay. So when it comes to conversations, I didn't want to force the conversation on them by having a dedicated script. Like, okay, you have to say this word for it and you have to say this. So naturally, the two people that was in it were all cool, but they're like super tight. You okay. know, so naturally they can joke about stuff and laugh about stuff that comes naturally to them because they really fuck with each other. Gotcha. So that the conversation so the was really was good. Just it, there. Was, it was beautiful. It was okay. a work of art. I'm still mad at them for not um, following through with this. But that, like I said, that's another story for another time. But, <laughs> no, but that's crazy. Though. Well, I mean, hopefully, if, like you said, um, if it does, you know, if you do end up having, you know, finishing it up, then. Um, I, I would love to be a, you know, like you I want like to be one of the first ones to be. Yeah, you could be in it if you want. You can make a guest appearance. Yo, and yeah, I'll be like, yo, you got that henny? <laughs> <laughs> sure do, sure do. We can make that happen for real. Though. Like I said, hopefully, I'm debating on doing it. Like I said, I'm busy with the two podcasts, the YouTube channel. And then I'm currently doing like video shoots and photography stuff as well. So I peep that. So okay, so. Um, hookah and opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that your f- original one or? So I did my podcast first, obviously. Um, the second, this is the second one. It came along where, um, so I have a friend. Okay. So shout out my brother Reem. Um, he has a drink line called Christian Tonics. So this is pretty much um, weed infused alcoholic beverages. Nice. So I want to try that. I get you a bottle. Okay. It's on me, but um. He did a competition when he first started. He started about a year ago. Okay. And he did a competition to where basically he was giving away a bottle for free. Okay. So naturally, I won the competition because, you know, I'm a winner. That's all I do. All I do is win. But um, I won the competition. And then obviously we exchanged numbers and we was cool. I told him, like, yo, like, I'll do this for my YouTube channel because I had the Food Adventures YouTube channel. So yes. I was like, yo, this would be the first drink that we that – we, that we um review on our channel. So we reviewed it, we got high as shit, fucked up, died, all that. <laughs> so um so naturally like I'm like, all right, cool. Like at first I wasn't really smoking like that. Okay. Um I was really just drinking, but he actually turned me on to like edibles and stuff like that and like weed infused things. So naturally I had um I had ordered more. Okay. So he came by one day and I was I was kind of upset because I was supposed to start this podcast with somebody else. But um when I told him about it, I'm like, yo, bro, like, I'm supposed to be doing this podcast. The dude flopped on me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yo, bro, like, I want to do that. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, so I gave him a time and date or whatever, and he dead came to my house, and we shot it, and it, okay. it was history after that. That's what's up. So, so how long um, you've, you've been having this podcast series? So we've had this Hook and Opinions podcast. I want to say it'll be a year soon. I want to say we started that one. Hmm. So the competition was like in the so I want to say we started at maybe maybe sometime during the summer so maybe like August or September. Okay, what's your main focus now? That's my question. My main focus now is is tough because is I'm doing so much and I want to say I'm stretching myself thin. Okay, but there's there's so many things that I enjoy doing. You okay. know, so I try to find the time to um to make all of them happen. Um, I would say the podcasting would probably be the main thing. Okay. So podcasting for me is more consistent. 
Um, it's a little bit easier as far as, as editing. It's a quick turnaround. So that's the least time consuming for me. Uh-huh. But I definitely enjoy YouTube. I definitely enjoy coaching, obviously. I've been coaching since I graduated college in 2014. Okay. So I enjoy coaching. I enjoy doing photography and taking pictures. And then I enjoy doing videography as well. So it's just, honestly, just finding the time. But Have I was you ever a, went to school for videography? No. And you just, dang, you just finessed it like YouTube. that? YouTube, yo, YouTube. I'm learning. Yo, YouTube is I'm YouTube you, University. YouTube is the goat. You, it is the goat. YouTube is phenomenal. <laughs> I've learned 95 percent of the things that that I make money off of now. I've learned from YouTube. Really? So yeah. So the podcasting software that I got and the equipment I got, I got it from a YouTube video. Um, editing tips and tricks I got from YouTube. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, she stayed. Look at her. She's like, yeah, because she stayed going to YouTube. I'm telling she you, YouTube, YouTube has the answers for everything. I'm, so so when I do the Hookah and Opinions podcast, naturally we smoke hookah. Yeah. You know, so there was a um, there was a time where we was doing it in my living room, and I dropped the coal on my carpet. So I put a bunch of patches in the carpet. My mom was pissed. She was livid. <laughs> but YouTube taught me how to, like, fix the carpet. Really? Yeah. So wait, she never found out? No, nah, she definitely found out. Like, well, I, I was like, wait, I told her, and I'm like, yo, Molly, don't worry. I'm going to get a pass for the car, but I'm going to fix it. But then I'm like, yo, let me go on YouTube and see if they have ideas on how to fix it. And I ended up just doing it myself. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I do know about YouTube. I, I, I'm I, now utilizing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but I slacked off. I'm going to keep, like. Completely a hundred, like my my old co-host Bert. I remember. Yeah, Bert used to always be like, "Go to YouTube, stop your shit," and I'm like, He's "Absolutely right." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, like, <laughs> He's you know, absolutely right." And I'm now, you know, what it was with me is that because I have um. My thing is that my tension span is very is like mm-hmm. is is I have short tension span. So yeah. for me to like literally sit there and learn something, mm-hmm. eventually it's like I start dozing off, I my I start wandering, like yeah, my yeah, mind yeah. is just all over, it's scattered. So at the time now is that I'm able like I'm doing a lot on my own mm-hmm. and I'm using YouTube. You but you're doing a great job though. Thank you. No, no, no thank you. I mean nah, same you to you. Like you I'm trying. I'm trying. I didn't know you're doing. You you doing. I am. You there doing. You go. Yeah, I'm it's, doing it's, it. It's 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 <laughs> I'm I learned um through my mentors, like we have to know how to um you know like just our wordings like you know um what what is it there's a book that's called things not to say to yourself okay or something like that um i read it a long time ago uh what not to say to yourself okay and it's just like books i mean it's just like words like saying trying instead you're doing it because you are you know like people um my cousin you know how sometimes like yo i'm broke they be like stop saying that Okay, because you speak it into yes. fruition. Yeah, absolutely. So you just like you're not you don't have the money at this moment, you know? Or yeah, like yeah. you know, like just know how to finesse your words. Okay. So, you know, I'm just like I hear you saying that because I'm I'm constantly like, yo, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, see, and I'm, I, I'm just trying not to be too cocky. That's nah, I mean, I'm listen, you just like people, 10 minutes ago, he was like, all I do is win, win. I really, <laughs> this, is, this is like I said, I try to tone it down sometimes because sometimes it's, it's got, I wouldn't say it's gotten me in trouble, but um, I would say like a strength, is my, a strength of mine is that I'm super confident. Okay. You know, like I believe if you give me the right amount of knowledge and time, like I can figure out how to do anything. But then that's also like a weakness because there's times where 
I won't know how to do something. And instead of wanting to get help, I'll just be like, nah, if I can't do it, then it can't be done. Gotcha. So, you know, sometimes I got to I gotta tone that down and be like, I right, like, yo, go get some help, bro. Like, nah, so, I yeah. feel you on that. I feel you on that. Nah, but I'm super proud of you. I I like, to it. be honest, I am like, I, I see you. And I love the fact that I love when, like, yes, you're a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, and yet the support system is there. Oh, yeah. Like, I just love seeing that because yeah. I feel like we are, we're in a world full, um, full of people where they want to see you do good, but not better than them. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, so I'm just like, like just watching you do your, your, your videos, watching you grow. Is is super dope. Like, I and I, I'm it. I'm proud of you and continue. You oh know? yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I said, support is free, and it's easy to it's easy to support somebody when you genuinely fuck with what they're doing. Absolutely. You know, and honestly, you've been given artists and a whole bunch of different type of people with different positions and opportunity to you know get their shit off and kind of promote what they do and stuff like that. So that's one reason I've always fucked with you. No, that's what so, that's what's up. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. No. Listen, listen. We're gonna come back. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, the, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why. All right, yo, y'all already know, man. We back in the building, man. I got your boy, LJ. LJ, I'm hey. back in the building. Uh, uh. Yo, um, off air, you mentioned passion, right? Yeah, One yep. of my favorite, um, I guess, quotes or sayings would be um, passion is power, right? It is. It truly is. And I was just thinking, like, listening to how, you, you know, like, you mentioned you started off, you was a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, just your transition. Yeah. How was that? Because for me, I I started off as a rapper. Okay, I used to rap. Really? Yes. Oh, you got to look behind you. Look behind you. I seen that. I was gonna ask you about that. (laughs) I I gotta hit. I might need to copy this. I used to rap, so I went from rapping to then. Um, I I like I retired, and then Mm -hmm. when I decided to come back, I started the artistry, which was around 2015. Okay. Oh, 20, 2015, 2016. Anyhow, mm-hmm. um, and I was just like, ah, when I come back, I, I got to come back stronger. That's yeah. the reason why I started the artistry, and I was at a radio station. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to continue rapping. However, I felt like I had to choose between yeah, doing like radio personality or, or yeah. just media personality overall, judging mm-hmm. and everything, or rapping, you yeah. know? And I chose this lane. Had you, like, did you catch yourself, like, making a decision like that? And, or, yes or no? And then my second question would be, how was the transition for them, for, you know? So, I definitely call myself having to choose. Um, it was a difficult choice, because obviously, like, I've been doing music since I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, me, my twin brother, and my bro, V, shout out uh, V the Saint. You know, make sure y'all get that um, No Show Off um, mixtape is out now. But, um... We we came up doing it together. Okay. So with us doing that together, you know, it was something like, okay, they're still doing it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so I don't want to be the first person to quit it. Just one with me being competitive, but then two, it was just like I really enjoyed doing music. Like there was there was a point in time to where I was doing it by myself, and I'm I'm waking people up, kicking people's doors down. It's like, yo, we got to go record. Like, get up, yo, I got this idea. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. You know, to the, to I got to the space where it's like, yo, I spent all this time, money, um, effort into studio time, mm. studio equipment, 
um, doing different showcases and stuff like that. Because I I used to do obviously I was on the Dean's List tour okay. with Scott, um, and I've done a bunch of other other ventures with um, more bookings and um, more value. That's so. Crazy. Yeah, so with me doing all that stuff, it's like, yo, like, I put a lot of time, energy, and money into this, and it's like, do I want to give that up and give up basically the thousands and thousands of dollars I put into my music, Mm -hmm. my beats, and all that other stuff, or do I want to keep going? So, it was definitely a tough choice. Okay. The transition, I want to say it was hard. But once you once I came, so it probably took like a month to realize, like, all right, cool, like I'm not rapping anymore. Okay. So it was more so like figuring out what to do with all the equipment and still trying to put that good equipment to use. Because yeah. obviously, I bought cameras to shoot music videos. I bought studio equipment to record. Okay. You know, so that's when that turns into okay, cool. I can use this camera to do YouTube. I can use this mic to record um, voiceovers. And mm. so once I realized, like, okay, cool, I don't have to waste this equipment then that's when it, the transition became easy. All right, when did you realize you fell in love with being a podcaster? Um, the only reason yeah. why I, I asked you, I'm asking you that is because uh-huh. I realized when I decided to like really accept the fact that I'm not doing music, mm-hmm. it was because I realized I grew a new love for everything that for, I'm doing, yes, you know? So that's no why I was just wondering, like, with you, like, how long did it take you to really realize, like, yo, I love doing this? Um, I would say, I would say, honestly, so when I was doing the LJ Live podcast, which is my personal podcast, I want to say maybe, like, episode, like, maybe, like, five episodes into okay. it. Um, I had did an episode. I forgot what it was about. But um, it was it was very controversial. Mm-hmm. And... When a lot of people hit me up like, yo, L, I fuck with that take. And they was reposting it and sharing it. And they was hitting me up. They were sharing it with the voiceover of, like, what I was talking about at that point in time. And they were like, yo, like, this is some dope shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like, okay, like, the people really fucking with me, you know. And that's when I realized, too, that I can be myself on these podcasts and not have to worry about you know, people judging me a certain way okay. based on my opinions on certain things. Because it was a lot of people that was reaching out to me was people that I, people that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, so people that either was shared through a friend or something like that, and that's when it worked out. So mm-hmm. that's when I realized, like, all right, cool, like I'm pretty good at this. Mm. So yeah, that's what's up. That's when it did it for me. That's what's up. I mean, like it's so it's, you know, for me, like I the reason why I was asking you earlier, like. um What's your main focus, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm constantly, I feel, and I'm always getting a lot of people coming at me for this. I feel like you should always focus on one thing right now, for Mm -hmm. now, until you reach that level to where you build it where you want it to you where you want it to be and then and now, then focus on other stuff you know when you yeah, have like your artists that want to be doing this and that yeah, yeah, and yeah, this yeah, and yeah. that and I'm like bro you got to choose a lane yeah it's like focus on one thing first get popping in that and then now once everything can handle itself then now absolutely just, I agree with that to a certain extent I think that obviously you should definitely focus on one craft when it comes to when it comes to building a brand and it comes to 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 setting a standard for what you're going to be and how you're going to be it. And um, it works out at certain points in time, but I felt like a lot of the things that I'm doing can go hand in hand. Okay. So let's say, for example, let's say my YouTube channel blows up crazy. Then now, naturally, I'll start putting my podcast on YouTube, and now that's going to take off crazy because now all the people that I'm getting from YouTube and 
from the um from the videos, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's like a lot of stuff that I do on my personal podcast, I do on my YouTube. They'll never be both on the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's like either you go to this for a, um for the audio version of this, or you can go here and you can actually see the facial expressions that I'm making when I'm talking about certain subjects. So I try to save the more passionate stuff okay. for YouTube, so you can actually take that in and absorb, you know, the facial expressions and enjoy. You'll see, you'll literally see the passion coming out of me when I'm talking about this on YouTube. So the podcast is more so like, all right, cool. If I'm talking about something chill or I'm giving you life updates or just something, you know, that was on my mind, something real quick and brief, then I'll do that on the podcast. But I feel like, like I said, everything works hand in hand. Okay. So. You seem to me like a very adventurous guy. I am. And and I can see it. You got a good eye. When, when was the when was the last time you did something for the first time? The last time I did something for the first time? Yes. Ooh, that's a great question. I can't remember the last... I mean, this is not as exciting, but um, I recently I recently shot a video for somebody. Okay. And I want to say this was the first time I shot 100% manual. Okay. So, like, my camera lovers would enjoy the story, but pretty much shooting manual is extremely hard when you have a bunch of things moving and, you know, you have the, you have different focal lengths. So, okay. now, if I'm, if, so, like, for example, if I'm shooting you and you're right here, okay, I can manually focus it, and then as long as you're not moving, I can leave it and it'll stay focused. But, but it, now, once I start moving. Once you start moving, okay. it can blur based on how close you are to the camera, how far you, okay. or, like, left and right. So, I shot my first fully manual video this weekend how was that it came out pretty good I, do you is it, it complicated she's good. a she's a photographer okay so, so like is that something complicated like i mean honestly he was saying that and i was like yo i feel you like, i appreciate it i, I appreciate <laughs> it sis it, it fucking sucks when you're recording something and somebody's doing their thing and the focus is not on yeah the like it fucking Sucks. It's terrible. Yo, it's horrible. It's I terrible. Somebody could be doing the most popping thing, but you got to remember, moments like that only happens once. Yes. So if you don't capture it that one time, it's going forever. Because how do I be like, yo, bro, stop. Yo, redo that. You know? And, and then to redo never, it. It's, it's yeah, never it's the same, you know? So, <laughs> so like, when I was able to shoot that, and I think the footage came out pretty well. Okay. And so I was really proud of myself. What made you that. do that? Just trying something different. Okay. You know, like, normally, like, everybody can say, like, all right, cool, I'm a shooter. You know, I take pictures. I take video. But if you're, do, if you're doing it on autofocus, you really don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. You know, a lot of people are just pointing the camera, clicking it. It's on auto. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, the picture came out cool. It's on auto. The camera did 95% of the work. Mm-hmm. But if you do it on manual and you understand, like, okay, cool, the aperture needs to be this, you know, the shutter speed needs to be this. I'm sorry if I'm talking to foreign No, language. no, 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 I'm learning, so go ahead. <laughs> so it's like, if the shutter speed needs to be this and the um, aperture needs to be this, now, for example, if I take a picture of you from here, if I'm doing it manually, now I can capture it on you completely, blur, blur out the background. Okay. And now the picture might pop a little bit more. Plus, your attention is going to only be on you, mm, you know? Okay. So, it's just certain things and tips that you can do when you shoot manual that you can't do when you're shooting on autofocus. And you learned this on YouTube. YouTube. How long did it take you? Yeah, I'm like, wait, you learned all this on YouTube. All you- of that on right. YouTube. So, do you, do you consider yourself to have the eye? I consider myself to have the eye. Because I feel like I got the, the eye. eye. I think I got the eye and I got the ear because, you know, I, I do do music reviews every now and again. So Do you? I do. Ooh. I do. I'm trying to tap into your lane because this is your thing. Like you, 
do a great job at judging music for what it is and then you're brutally honest so if a song is terrible like i've seen you be like all right like yo i wasn't feeling that like that's not it you know and a lot of people won't do that a lot of people you know they're sugar-coated so it's like you know american idol how you got you got uh what you got the shorty you got simon kyle and you got randy you know what i'm saying randy he's like in the middle like you know he'd be like "Eh," like yo i wasn't really feeling that though then you got the girl that was like oh no like i think you're very handsome but you know the song and then you got simon that's like yo that shit was terrible that shit was trash yeah like the simon (laughs) and you know i feel like i'm kind of like the simon too so yeah i I gained the respect for that for sure so how like how long you been doing music reviews I've been doing music reviews probably since like 2017. So there was a point where I was doing music reviews on YouTube. Okay. So a few of those are on my channel. I tend to stop doing them just to like copyright issues and stuff like that. Yeah. So I tend to stop doing them as much. And I haven't done it for like a famous person in a while. Okay. But um, it's fun. It it's is fun. fun. It it's is. fun. You know, you get to hear somebody else's creativity. Um, Sometimes I find myself comparing it to mine, and I'm like, oh, if I had this beat, how would I attack it, you mm, know? Okay. So I find myself doing that, which is still, like, the little rapper in me. Oh, but, man. You know you know how many <laughs> arguments I got? <laughs> I, I can I'm already like, imagine. Woo! I can imagine. I remember when, um, what is it, um, Jonah, uh, Jonah Lucas, uh, okay. when he, um, what is it, um... What is it, the, the I'm Not Racist, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, the track. Was that the one with, um, that's not the one with Logic, right? Nah, nah, that's the one that is him and a white dude, mm-hmm. and they're sitting on a table, and they just, you know, um, jo- Joyner Lucas is um, rapping in a black, pers- like, as a black man's okay. perspective, and then the white dude, um, he's rapping in a white, you know, like, a, like as yeah. a white man's perspective, okay. you know? I-, I thought the track was actually all right. I, yeah. You know, I thought it was very creative. Mm-hmm. You know, I, f- I'm, I fuck with Joyner, so I do. I'm very disappointed with his fucking album. Oh, the ADHD? Uh, yeah. I didn't like the whole thing. Obviously, I liked Will, but naturally, I'm a Will Smith fan. So I think yeah. maybe that's why. And then I felt like the remix with Will on it was phenomenal. Yeah, but again, he, he that, bodied that. That's me. Again, you know, Will, Will Smith is in my top five favorite rappers of all time. Is he? Random fact, yes. Really? He is. I mean, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I can tell you're not really fucking with that, but this. No, nah, I mean, I, <laughs> let me tell you my I'm reason why. How was your bars? Let me let me tell you my reason why. Now, Will Smith has been the only rapper to go platinum without one yeah, single curse word. Right. That's I feel like that. If that doesn't put you on goat status in in a world where everybody curse, you know, everybody's bitches and hoes and all that stuff, for you to go have all these platinum records and these platinum hits without one curse word. You the goat, bro, and I, that's just how I feel about that. What's that saying? Well, Will, well, Will Smith don't have a cuss word in his record. Well, I do, so fuck him and hey, fuck you yo. too. <laughs> and that's just, Eminem oh, that's, is one of my one of my um, top five. Oh, see, Eminem's not in my top five. He's not. He's oh not, my god! Not, don't get me wrong, like like I'm a huge fan of lyrics, and like I said, as far as so, as musically dope, okay, he's dope. But who's your top five? Will. Will is not. Like number one, by the way. No, no, no. This okay, is not so in no order. order. All right. So you have you have Biggie, you have Jay Z. Okay. You have um you have Will Smith, you have Ludacris. Okay, I like and, I with Luda. And my so my five always fluctuates because if it's like five of all time, okay. it kind of fluctuates. Um, naturally, I can't have Tupac in my list because I'm from Brooklyn, so it's Biggie all day. But uh-huh. he obviously he's a great rapper, and I would never take nothing away from him musically at all. But just because I'm from Brooklyn, I can't ever say Tupac 
is like on the same level as Biggie ever. I mean, I get it. I, I'm biased. I'm, I don't care. Be biased. I'm, so, biased. I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I fuck with Tupac, but he wasn't my like. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Like he didn't do it for me. Like yeah, that, like you know? it definitely wasn't for me. And um, I would say my five. Like I said, sometimes it fluctuates. So sometimes um, Ti is in there. Ti. Sometimes um, Andre three thousand is in there. Okay. Um. Will, because you forgot about him. No, nah, I said Will. Will was, oh, you did? So I said, yeah, I said Biggie, Jay, Will, Ludacris. And then, like I said, five oh, always, okay. like, normally fluctuates. Okay. So, like, Andre, I love Andre Three Stacks a lot. Um, I'm still mad that he's never, like, had a solo debut um, project, so that blows mine. But that's why it usually fluctuates between, like, T.I. Like, gotcha. I used to be a super T.I. fan. Like, I used to wear my hat sideways and all that. So, That's interesting. Now, I, I I definitely fucked with um Ti. Okay. Uh, Jay Z. Everybody knows I'm a big Jay Z fan. Yeah, you, you have uh, to. I mean, I'm your typical um Bronx Puerto Rican chick. So Biggie, ha- I mean, Big Pun has to be in it. Okay, um, I can respect that. You know, uh, I can respect that. So I would have you know, and no rant. This is a rant. You know, random order. Mm-hmm. It would be Jay Z. Okay. Um, Big Pun, Biggie. Okay. Biggie. What people don't know about me, I always say I started rapping because of Biggie. Okay. Yes. So, what question? Do you have a freestyle on any Biggie beat? Uh, one of the 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 song that inspired me was um suicidal thoughts. Okay, that's a great song. Yeah. So um, and it was just because I was going through a lot and just I was dumb young and listening to it, mm-hmm. and I I just I don't know I vibe to it, it. Hit like it just hit yeah. me and it's crazy right because I was listening to it recently and I was like. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Like, I was like, really, V? Like, yeah, like, this like is, you really this didn't understand. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you was going through? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, okay, so Jay-Z, uh, Big Pun, Biggie. Uh-huh. Eminem, as I mentioned. Okay. And y'all gonna hate me for this, but I go hard for him. Kanye. Ooh, Kanye. You, you hit a trigger. <laughs> I know. You hit a trigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fuck with Kanye. I, I I feel like he's a he's a like a music genius. I would agree with you. I think musically and and um and business wise, he's phenomenal. He has one of the greatest minds for for money and music mm-hmm. that I've probably ever seen. You know, but like his recent like acts on Twitter and all that, and the Donald Trump stuff. That the Donald I, Trump stuff took me out. It's, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I get it. I get it. But I, I like so that's why that's my thing with a lot of people. A lot of people are like really. I'm like take away the Donald Trump situation, take away where he's at now. I'm talking about like when he was like yeah, college like graduation, dropout, college, grad, graduation. Yeah. You have uh, like, late registration. Oh my god! Of like, course, eight oh eight and heartbreak. Of course, he has like classics. I said, he surely does. But like I said, there there's certain times I like to separate. I always try to separate. The music from the actual person. Yes, you know. But when it comes to Kanye West, like I just seen something that he said where um, if he decides to run for president, he said he wants Donald Trump as his vice president. Yeah. And I'd wait. You know my what hands. it is with you know what it is with Kanye. I, I I'm gonna keep it completely honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like he idolized Trump as a business person. He just doesn't realize the stupid shit that is being done. But I feel like I'm. I yo sometimes I be listening to like Kanye and I'm like, yo, I because I feel Hollywood is so weird, mm-hmm. and you have so many theories, right? Absolutely. And with all these theories, I'm like, yo, Kanye, because if you if you follow theories, a 
a lot of people stay, say that Trump does do, he does a lot of subliminals. He does. He does a lot, lot of subliminals from like, uh, even to like secret societies and, sh- mm-hmm. and shit like that, right? Absolutely. So I feel like Kanye knows a lot of shit that he's not speaking of bluntly to us. And but he's doing it subliminally. Yeah, his so ad- I'm antics. like this, but I'm not taking away from his his actions. I'm not, because mm-hmm. I know, I mean, They're bipolar, weird. he's acting weird. He's. He, I feel like ever since his mom passed away, yeah, he I lost himself. I felt for him for that, and I, I do pray for Kanye West every day, because I do want him to, I do want him to be redeemed and and kind of restored to the old Kanye West so like I feel for him OD what a, what you know what I was thinking I was like What's what up? if Kanye right mm-hmm. the reason why he lost himself after his mom's passing was because obviously he paid for the surgery she passed away due to the surgery yeah you yep, know? I remember that so I'm like what if because technically she was a sacrifice. Are we getting into that Illuminati? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. So I'm like, and what if? It, and, and he's right now guilt minded by it. And this I don't is why care what anybody out. says. I believe in the Illuminati. I, I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure you had to get one of these Instagram messages. I did too. <laughs> okay, you part of it. I was thinking about yeah, it. I was I like, should I? Should I not? Instagram, you like, hey, like. You know, if you want the endless amounts of money and riches, you know, email this num- or call this number. And I get those, like, maybe at least twice a week. Yeah, I so, got I got it. Like, they, to be initiated. I, I sent an emoji thinking about it. I yeah, like, for real. Like, at some point in time, you're like, all right, cool. I can sacrifice one person, but I can put everybody else in a better position. Like I said, I don't know who I would sacrifice because I wouldn't sacrifice anybody. But the thing is, I don't think anybody. you know who you're sacrificing. And, but see, that's why I want to do it. So, like, I don't think, like, look at J- um, Jay-Z with yeah. his nephew. He bought the car. Mm-hmm. And the, all of a sudden, the nephew passed away due that, to the car, oh, the car accident. accident. Yeah. And you understand? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I feel like I, this is just me thinking, right? Just thinking out mm-hmm. the box. Like, I feel like they don't know who they're sacrificing, but they're agreeing to, like, Fame, fortune, and yeah. basically selling their soul. You understand? Mm-hmm. To like to a place where where Kanye right now is probably so guilt minded by it. Yeah. He lost himself. And he definitely did. He definitely he, and he I, lost I, I can see that. I happening. mean, I don't I just saying, listen, I'm not making no excuses for his behavior. Of course. <laughs> you know, of course, but yeah. I mean I was just I'm thinking like you know, with the whole Kanye situation, like um but I am he is one of my top five. Like I said, I can't fault you for that because, like I said, you've, you've clearly done a better job at me than separating the artist from the person, you know? Because, like I said, his body of work and his art is phenomenal, is legendary from production to to the actual music itself. It's really, like, beautiful. Okay. And it's beautiful to watch. But, like I said, I haven't separated Kanye West from the, 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 the president Kanye West. I haven't separated that yet. <sighs> so... The videos going around, like I'm just like, it's, God, yo, it's, kill, it's killing me, yo, <laughs> it's killing me because he he he's so great, you he know. Is. He's really talented and he's really amazing. Even like sometimes listening to him speak, like I've I've watched the um the interview with him and Charlemagne probably mm-hmm. like a couple years back, and I really learned a lot from that interview. You know, not only from Charlemagne's behalf, but on Kanye West side as well. So, like, when you see him doing all of this stuff where he's outing his wife on social media and, you know, he's talking about having Donald Trump as his vice president and all this other stuff, it just is really distracting, honestly. Before we take a, a quick break, mm-hmm. do you think there's a, public, a publicity stunt? For sure. 
Because I know he's dropping an album. He's supposed to be, but it was supposed to drop Friday, and it didn't. But we so, already know how he does. Yeah, Kanye West always drops late. It'll probably it's drop a, next week. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it drops and it's good, then cool. But I know that last project he dropped wasn't really it for me. The the gospel one yeah, he's talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. And I, I love Jesus. The, Please forgive me, but it wasn't it for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't it for me. I, I got to keep it a buck. It wasn't it I for me. I think the beats was... I, I, I fucked with the beats. The beat selection is always going to be fire yeah, when Kanye yeah. was at the production. Like, even when he was doing the 777 for all the good yes, music artists, yes. the beat selection is always going to be phenomenal. But how it sounded and and him, like he said he recorded a lot of that on an iPhone. Kanye, you got too much money and too much resources to be recording on an iPhone, bro. Like that, like I said, that's my personal opinion. I mean, yo, but I mean, I just it, said the, the album. You're entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. I think the album was alright. Um, I, I, for me personally, I, I fucked with it. I fucked with it. I'm, I'm not a religious person. I am a spiritual person. Okay. So, um, for me, I was just like, yo, I do fuck with the album. I do fuck with the production. That's yeah. how I. That's why I because I know he's a beast when it comes. Yeah, to Yeah, the production. production always catches my attention. Absolutely. So, but so. like I said, that's just me. I now, respect your opinion, though. We're gonna you come to go back. With. We're gonna come back because I want to find out more about your music reviews, and we're gonna speak with <laughs> the, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. You gotta try this. What is that? Henny with um, coconut water. That's why you was asking me about the coconut yeah. water. See, I so normally like my so Henny straight good. because, you know. I love my Henny straight, but I was like, I don't no. want to feel like a bitch. So. No, lately I've been, like, getting a little lit. And I'm like, you know. I've been drinking Casamigos <laughs> lately. Like, I've never, I've always been a Henny person. Like, I've been drinking Henny since, like, seven. So, I've <laughs> always, I'm no exaggeration. So, I've always, like, all right, Henny, Henny, Henny. But recently, somebody put me on a Casamigos, and I started drinking that. Mm. And it's been nice. Is it? It's been nice. Mm. I've been enjoying it. I like Duce. Duce is cool, but I, I don't do Duce. I feel like Duce is uh is a is a prettier version of Henny mm. in a sense. So yeah, it, it, it is. not it doesn't hit as hard, you know, it's not as raunchy. No, and you're right. I can't really fuck with that, you know. No, you're right. Henny will I mean I'm 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 obviously I'm, I'm a Henny drinker. Um mm. if I do not do Henny mm-hmm. since I am a dark liquor person, I go I I run to Jack. Okay, Jack ain't a bad either. Yeah, honey Jack is bad. pretty cool. Regular Jack is cool. I can't do Honey Jack like that. It's too sweet for you. Yeah, but if I do decide to do Honey Jack like I would do it like with on the rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Because I needed to get a little water. It's too sweet for me. Yeah. So, um, but I'm definitely a dark liquor person. Me too. Um, one thing I would not fuck with, like parmesan. Like oh, yo, parmesan is terrible. Like Palma, I don't even do E and J. I fucking hate E&J. Oh, my God. If I could burn every E&J factory in the world, I would. I swear to God. E&J is fucking terrible. I hate E&J. I hate when people bring that bottle out Yo. thinking they're cute. And thinking they popping. They bring yeah. the biggest bottle. It's only like $20. Yo. I, I kick people off for that. Like, bro, it's all these Henny bottles here. You know, it's a couple fucking Casamigo bottles, a couple Patron bottles and shit. You brought this? Like, nah, you got to go, my nigga. Like, I this, hate it. Yeah. Last time I had Parmesan, I'm don't judge me for this. The peach one? Is, I actually was, I got arrested. 
But that's for another story to tell. Nah, you gotta say that for my podcast. That's some shit we gonna get into. I gotta rush this. So I was just oh, like, oh shit. my god, yeah. That's why I was like, nope. Every time I see that bottle, I'm like, nah. Uh, nope. I would too. Negative. I would too. That, yeah, that's that's a cancer. I would have to stay as far away from me as possible. No doubt. Yeah, nah, I mean, you, you, I, I, again, I'm a dark like a person. Like I do, I the most I'll do is like a vodka, you know. But um, oh, I, I I can yeah, it's just. Vodka makes me throw up a lot. So Yeah, vodka gives me a headache. So vodka gives me the biggest headache in the world. So it would go cognac, tequila, and then like I said, I'd, I'd I go gin preferably. Shots. I can do tequila shots too. And it, or, got, it has to be like Patron or eighteen hundred. Okay. You gotta try Casamigos. I'm a, I'm gonna. I have never had that, so you I can't. Try it. Yeah, I'll try, you try it. it. I'm open minded. I, I don't, got you. I don't disrespect alcohol. Don't worry. So. Whenever we whenever we decide to shoot for my podcast, okay. I'll have the Casamigos for you, okay. and then I'll have the Kitchen Tonics for you to take home. Okay, that's the infused one, right? Yeah, that's the okay, infused so one. So I, you can't I'm do scared. that one. Yeah, I cannot. You have to do that when you have nothing planned for the next day. Because last time I took, like, one time I took recently, too, like, maybe mm-hmm. a, like a few months ago, I took a, I'm not, I'm not a smoker like that. I see okay. there, I do it, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever. But I took an, an, an edible, and I took a small one. I was just like you. Bro, I just, I was just like, what did you give me? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if I ever show somebody that, I think, I think it's on YouTube, actually. <laughs> On my um my food adventure page, the aftermath of the kitchen tonic the first time I had it, okay, it was bad because like I said, like obviously with me being an athlete growing up, I've never done like weed or edibles okay. because you can get drug tested at any yeah. time. So when I won that kitchen tonics bottle, I was like, all right, cool, like I'm gonna try this. You know what I'm saying? And that was the first time I really actually got high because I was like smoking before, but like because I had baby lungs and shit, whenever I would pull, it would just be like, all right, either I'm coughing it all back out or it never really did nothing for okay. me. So when I had the kitchen tonics, that was my first time like digesting weed and what it did to me it was phenomenal so like i would go like when i went to um cali for my brother's okay. wedding i brought back home at least like 200 dollars worth of edibles like yeah. yeah i still got some left to this day so like now you know now that i'm not playing sports and i don't gotta worry about getting drug tested and all that stuff i'm a little bit more open and like trying different edibles and stuff like that and my lungs got up there because of uh the hookah and stuff so He's mad proud of it. So he's like, oh, and it got him. It's, oh, no, it's not a baby anymore. I They're smoke amateurs. with my friend for his birthday and shit. Like, normally, like, I would have been one pool and, like, it'd be like, all right, bro, like, you can have this shit. Like, I'm going to die. But now it's like we finished the whole blunt together. So I'm, I'm really proud of myself. You have you. I have my moments where I would smoke here and there. Yeah. But I got to see, my thing is that I have to have drinks first. Oh, yeah, me too. If me too. I don't drink, if I'm just smoking, I'm simply like. Yeah. You just like uh, stuck. Yeah, and I, I hate that feeling. Again, I'm 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 ADHD, mm-hmm. so I'm used to like, hey, yeah, how you doing? Active hey, and alive, ha, yeah. ha. so whenever I feel so, it's the personality. In you. Oh my god, yeah. if I feel so like standstill ish, yeah. like I'm just like no, I. It's uncomfortable for me. No doubt, no doubt, and that's why normally when I do edibles, I don't do it like before I got to go to work the next mm-hmm. day. So normally I'll do it leading into a day off okay. or on my day off. So, so do you do any like on your podcast, like or so? So when we do the Hoogan Opinions, we have a um, we have we always do like once a month we do like a high cast episode. Okay. So obviously Reem is the person that I do the Hoogan Opinions with, and he's also the owner of Kitchen Tonic. So. We'll we'll drink it. We'll get. We'll wait till we're super high, and then we'll start the podcast. Mm. So like a bunch of random shit happens. It's really funny. Oh <laughs> it's really my usually God. those episodes are the most hilarious episodes because sometimes 
sometimes you catch us. To- I want to say talking about things we wouldn't normally talk about. Okay. But it's a little bit. It's a little bit more free. Okay. In a sense, so it's like yo, like I don't give a fuck, but I'm about to say this wild shit. Like yeah. Okay, okay. So it goes down, man. It goes down. So, like, down. what's your main goal as far as with the LJ um, live show? So the main the main goal is obviously I I always want to use my platform to to not only give out knowledge, but uh-huh. I want to um I want to put certain things in perspective for people, and then I also want to use that platform to help put my friends on. Okay. So like. Later in that podcast, like, I'm probably on, like, episode, like, 40-something. But, like, I did, like, maybe from episode 38 or 39 to about 42, I was interviewing a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. So I was giving my friends the opportunity to talk about things that they were doing on their podcast. And it was kind of like what we're doing now. So I was interviewing them about certain things and, you know, deep diving into you know, basically who they are as people, their brand, um, how they got into their brand, you know, what made them started, things of that nature. And so that's one of the things that I hope to accomplish with my podcast. Yeah, I know you're very motivational with like... I try. I mean... I do. You do. I do. You saw my face. I, I did like, see your face and I was like, like, oh shit, let me... You fix- lucky I don't have chocolate that's kid. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Put my shit away Cause I'll be damned If you throw my own slip I would be like Mira coño <laughs> <laughs> No but you know um, When was the last time You found yourself Uninspired Um Maybe like Maybe like a year ago maybe, see, Honestly It could have been A couple months ago So it's like it's like so during the time of the um the quarantine, obviously everything is on standstill. Yeah. So there's not really anything happening as far as like whether it's controversy, whether it's good or bad, it's not really a lot of things happening. It's really just oh, this many people died today. This many people yeah. was identified positive today. So it's it's not really anything to draw inspiration from. So, you know, there was times where I had to draw inspirations from maybe conversations I was having in my group chats. Or, you know, work-related things. You know, people doing dumb shit at work. Because when you work for the city, there's a lot of dumb people that get hired. And they do a lot of stupid shit that you then, as a manager, have to fix. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I felt myself drawing um, inspiration from those type of moments and stuff. But during that first, I wouldn't say that first month, maybe month and a half, it was really hard to to f- create content because it was like there was nothing going on. So, like, a lot of my podcasts usually draws from... Things that's going on or, you know, maybe arguments I've had with people in my group chat, my brothers, my best friends. And then it's like, okay, cool. Now I can formulate this into something that now people can discuss later. Okay. So that's where it would happen at. And like I said, a lot of that stuff wasn't happening because nothing was going on. Mm. So that was the time. How did you overcome that? Like, um, I just feel like I feel like that's something big because I feel like during quarantine I caught myself mm-hmm. uninspired, mm-hmm. and it was because I I didn't for me I I I didn't know how to adapt and adjust. Yeah, you understand? Like mm-hmm. I was just I felt although quarantine for me was a, a and I do like I constantly mention like to you know on the show like um, I know a lot of people lost family and loved ones. Absolutely, but for me um, this. Quarantine was by far one of the best things to happen for me. Okay, why? So, but we're not talking about me. <laughs> okay, but, so that we can now talk going about that back later. to you, uh, I'm not, I'll mention. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. But of course, um, going back to you, like, you know, how did you overcome the fact of feeling uninspired? And you know, like, you, you, like 
just what did you do during all that you know so i would say like i said nothing was going on so it was very uninspiring but then i was sitting down and i was thinking to myself like at this time where everything is in a standstill nobody's really working everybody's not busy okay you know so it was more so like okay cool like i could not be i could be uninspired and i could not focus on content and i could just go to work Mm -hmm. and you know just live and wait till this whole thing dies down or it was like yo there's a bunch of people that's gotten laid off there's a bunch of people that's working from home there's a bunch of people that are in all these positions to where they have no choice but to find something to do you know like around this time of the quarantine this is the same time when i was working on a web series because i'm like yo there's absolutely nothing that nobody can do you can't go outside really you can't go to bars you can't go to clubs you can't go to parties you can't do anything so if you can't do anything why not now use this opportunity to now put out content because i know Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna have anything else to do but absorb this content you know it's only but so much netflix you can watch it's only but so much hulu and disney plus and reruns on tv it's only but so much you can consume before you're like okay i need something new and refreshing so it's like i can be that new and refreshing for people Mm, you know so that it so the the lack of motivation turned into motivation gotcha. in a sense, you know, cause it was just like, yo, like, all right, cool. If you're going to be stuck here glued to this computer all day, let me give you something else to watch just in case, you know, you're tired of watching supernatural re- reruns or, or the house got boring or you finished, um, what's that joint? You finished money heist. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so that, that was, that is what turned, you know, that lack of inspiration into motivation was, Turns out to be content. Yeah. I think for me, it was one of the best things. Like, um, COVID happening um, was one of the best things for me was because I I had so many things going on. Mm -hmm. And I, it was just a moment for me to actually stay still and get my brand and everything in order as I wanted it to. Okay. Because I was out in tour, you know, Mm -hmm. I was... I was touring during all this. Yeah. You know, we was hit. We we were supposed to hit, I believe, what, 18 cities, I believe? I think so. I believe so. And, you know, going from one city, one city to the next, to the next, whatever. There was just so many things going on that I, I was, I started realizing I started losing passion for, I was just, maybe the scene in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's why I said for me it was like a little uninspiring because then that hit me. But because of this, again, I was able to stand still. I was able to regain all my my thoughts and get myself to a place where I was mentally positive, you know, with and, and full of like just a higher vibration in the sense, Absolutely. you know. So that's why for me, like where I'm at now, my my frame of thought, just my energy and everything. It's just in a different standpoint. Yeah. You know, and it was because of this, you know, because Absolutely. of this, I was able to move differently, able to put myself in, in a better place emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, you know? So mm-hmm. I call it, you know, it's a, it's for some it's a curse. For me, it was a gift. You Absolutely. Know? So, that's, Absolutely. you know, I know there was a, there wasn't much to put out there, but, um, you know, content is Content is so, it's like, it's so, people don't realize how important content they is. They really don't. 
they don't like if you're not flooding the streets and you're you're not giving somebody a reason to remember you every day then it's like that one day you don't uh-huh. all the progress that you've gained to that point can go away like that do you do music reviews for indie artists as well or not yeah definitely mm. so most of the ones i've done was for indie artists was just in the fact that not trying to play them but a lot of their stuff wasn't really on apple music or anything that anything that can get you copyrighted you know Mm -hmm. because like i said if your stuff is on soundcloud then now all those permissions and all those all those clearances that you need to have you don't need those for soundcloud records Mm -hmm. you know for like apple music stuff like that it may take a little bit longer because you're unsigned so those those copyrights to come in may take a little bit longer like there was one i got like maybe two days ago about something i did over a year ago you know yeah so those claims take a little bit longer like i said it wasn't the copyright is not a super serious claim it's not like it puts a strike on your channel or whatever it's one of those ones that's like okay cool whenever you decide to monetize this video or the money you make off of the video will go to the artist that you know that put in the claim so so with that you know indie artists was just easier at the time to do you know yeah, I I love you guys, but I give it to you. I mean, you you. I, I wish you the best with that. I appreciate it. I wish so you why the don't best. you? So you don't do indie artists. Um, I don't do reviews on on indie artists. Um, for many reasons, I'm very harsh. <laughs> I mean, I think. I think when people reach out to you to do those type of things, you good. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, see that coconut water. Mm-hmm. What I think is like when a lot of people reach out to you for those things, they have to understand that this is a possibility. No, not like not every then shit. Then why you do music for? Like you have to understand when you do music, not everybody is gonna consume it the same way. Absolutely. But, so, but not everybody knows how to take constructive criticism. And that's why. So and I, so for me, like I do not. Not I did. I don't do it anymore uh, for obvious for many reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like with a lot of not, I'm gonna say maybe what sixty forty, right? Mm-hmm. You got your forty percent. I'm doing. I'm, I'm being nice right now with the numbers. Forty. You have forty percent of artists who will promote the fact that their music is being reviewed, even their content, okay. their interview, yeah, X Y. Yeah, yeah. Then you have your sixty percent that they don't like. They just do they it. They just for, do it to take advantage of your platform. You hear telling them like, "Yo, I'm gonna do this." Like, do your part as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And they don't do it. So at this point, I'm just like, no, it's just a lot of wasted energy for yeah, me. Yeah, because I put all the time in sitting down, listen to your badass song, all the other shit, and then now you're not even gonna share Absolutely. that review because it's bad. I feel you on that. And when I did music, I had got a bad review from somebody who I felt. I felt it was a little biased and I felt like the person wasn't 100% absorbing everything that the music was at the time because like I said, every every project I put out, I felt like the review got worse and worse and worse every time. Like it went from, okay, cool, like yo, we like LJ, LJ's doing this and that with his music, he's hitting this note and it's like, oh, this project wasn't as good as that project and then it was like, that last project wasn't good as this. So I felt like it was very biased. I still shared it obviously because like I said, I did reach out to that person for the review so i did share it even though i felt it was 100 percent biased and we had a conversation about that off air privately because mm. like i felt it was biased and i felt like so the thing about it was i felt like every project i've done i felt like i've done a better job at being a, i want to say conscious but i've done a better job at having positive music in my stuff because okay. my first project was straight ratchet like i'm talking about henny but that's hoes. probably why they 
were fucking with the first project opposed to the But I like ones. I said, I felt like I got conscious or I got more I got more deep and more Yeah, but you know people don't like that. And but my but that's <laughs> but they were saying that they didn't like the project because they felt it wasn't as deep. That it felt and that's and this is why I'm like, yo, bro, like I don't feel like you was reviewing my stuff because I know the last project I hit him up and I'm like, yo, bro, like it's been like three months. Like where's the review at? Yeah, you know, and it, like I said, it's a paid service. So I'm like, yo, bro, like, come on, like, I understand the weed, you know, so you can really consume the music, listen to everything a few times before you make a judgment on mm-hmm. it. But like, bro, it's been almost two to three months, and the review's not here. So that's why I felt like he just was saying that, like, alright, cool, this shit was wasn't as good as this one because of this and this and that. But I felt like every project I was tapping into different emotions that I wasn't normally tapping gotcha. into. So okay. like I said, that that was a problem. I mean, I would, it would be a problem with me, too. Yeah, like. it, was, it was a big problem. Because, like I said, my so my first project was called One Man Strong. That project was was ratchet through the roof. Like, the single off of that song was called Big Money and Bad Hoes. Uh, so, if you ask anybody, <laughs> I feel like, based on that song, that song was what I feel like every rap song is today. Okay. And I, maybe if I dropped it today, it would do better than what it did before. But if you ask anybody that ever fucked with me, they would tell you, like, yo, that was the song that was going to pop. Okay, because okay. it was, it was, like I said, it was everything that today's music is, which I'm not saying is necessarily a good or a bad thing. But it was ratchet. The beat was fire. You know, the bass was hitting it was just it was just one of those cocky confident disrespectful songs yeah yeah and it was fire so (laughs) so yeah so so like i said when i went from that to doing other songs you know like um i did a song i did a song about um I did a song about like when Donald Trump became president. So this had to have been like 2016. This is probably like off my last okay. project. So I did a song called Better Days and that was getting less publicity that, or that was getting yeah, that was getting less publicity than Big Money and Bad Hoes. Like Big Money and Bad Hoes at the time was maybe at like 16,000 and this song it was out for about the same amount of time and it was only at like 3,000. Uh, so yeah. I felt like the more conscious I got, the more people stopped listening. Do you feel like that discouraged you? And if if it's so, is that maybe partially one of the reasons why you turned to you? I wouldn't say it discouraged me because at the end of the day, like whenever I, whatever song I did or whatever song I put out, I put it out because this is what I wanted to do. And this is, this is the sound I was going for. So whether people liked it or not, I knew that I liked it and I felt this way about it. So it's either like you liked it or you didn't like it, but it didn't really matter. I think more so the reason why... I think it bothered me more because I'm like, okay, cool. I'm giving, it was more so the reviewers. Like, I'm giving you guys something that you guys said you never heard from me before. I know it's good, you know. And like I said, my ears might be different than your ears. So, what I obviously, I'm going to think all my ears. I got to hear this shit now. Yeah, I'll I see gotta hear link. it because I'm so I yeah. could be like, uh, like I said, if it's trash, let me know. Like yo, L, like I wasn't really feeling that, and like I said, I've never bashed a reviewer or bashed anybody for not liking my music. Like I got my friends to this day, they make fun of me. I got a song with two of my other friends on it, and they're like, yo, L, I'm gonna keep it a book with you. You have the worst verse on this song. Okay, okay, and okay. So like I said, I can take it. Like I said, I might be like, nah, fuck out of here, y'all niggas is lying. But at the end of the day, <laughs> that's the general consensus. Yo, so I, I gotta was, take it in. I was. Listening to something um and i was listening to my wordplay recently and i was just uh-huh. like i was like oh my god I can't believe like, I said this. Yeah. Fire. she was laughing she's like yo <laughs> what the fuck and i was like 
I don't even know what the fuck made me say that. Absolutely. It, there's I definitely mean, moments you go back and you listen to older music like, yo, I said that. And I, at this time, I thought this was the most fire shit in the world. And listening back to it five, ten years later, you're like, oh, shit. Like, this shit I was corny I was as a bitch. Shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like I said, music changes over time. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about music that you can feel a way about it this day and then a couple years later it may not have the same effect on you that it had when you first did it or when you first heard it and I think the reason why a lot of my top rappers are my top rappers are because there's songs like Summertime from Will Smith that Mm -hmm. song to this day like I said it will always be a perfect Summertime song like from the time I've heard it to now like I could go in my car on the way home play that shit now roll the windows down and I would still sing the whole song like I just heard it for the first time interesting that's oh, just an example. So nice. I like. I tell you, I fuck with Will Smith, man. That's my guy. Uh huh. What was that fucking the Wild Wild West? Really? Like All right, that? That really? That was he. He might have outdone himself with that one in a bad way. Miami. Miami. Is, Welcome. I, I like Miami. Miami. Hell yeah. I don't know, man. Ooh, <laughs> yummy, yummy. We'll get to the summer with the heat. It's, uh, all right, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. But yeah, man, Miami's no. my shit. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, uh-huh. Have you ever caught yourself um, just personally mm-hmm. in a place where you wanted to give up on just many of your, you know, adventures or your, and and just throw it out the window? Absolutely not. No? You never caught yourself nope. there? No. I, like I said, I spend, I spend too much time, money, and effort into everything that I do. So it was like, if it's not working, then it's a reason why it's not working. Okay. So whether I got to tailor something I'm doing or... Or I have to reach out to somebody else to get help on on tips and tricks on how I can make it better. Like, like I said, I think the only thing that made me ever want to throw everything away is probably rap. Okay. You know? And like I said, like, I'm still passionate about music to this day. Like I said, I get on the mic. Like, there was a um, there was a time my brother had sent me a song. Okay. So he put it in our group chat. Me, him, my, um, my brother Haas. He put it in the group chat. He said, I'm like, yo, bro, that shit was whack. And I'm like, I ain't even going to hold you. He was like, I told him it was whack. He said, yo. I did this song in like an hour. I said, bro, I'm not even going to hold you. Send me that beat and I could do it way better than you in 45 Ooh. minutes. Ooh, and I, it was a talent. So, you know, so I wrote the song, recorded it and sent it to him in under 45 minutes. Do you know some of your bars to that? Some of the lyrics? No, nah, I don't. I don't. <sighs> See, I'm not at that stage. Like now. Like, do you I'm have anything? Even, like, do you remember anything? Like any of your old lyrics? Any of my old lyrics? Uh, I want to hear like at least a good... A good. No, no, like I, I would, I would say sixteen, but I don't know. Some you bars. Let me, let me try to think, man. Um, I got it. Like, hey, yo, hey, yo, cheap. If I read it over the phone, I could definitely. Cause I first probably got some lyrics in my phone. Let me hear something so, from the phone. Go ahead. I'll be like, hey, yo, chica, que te pica. Uh-huh. <laughs> let me hear it. All right, let me see what I got. LJ te pinga. Hey. Y'all getting a super exclusive because y'all making me dig in a super let's, let's bag. Because I'm like, yo, I got it. Because you know what's so dope is the fact that he used to rap, I used to rap. And then the fact that he stopped, he's doing YouTube. And, you know, at the end of the you're still doing music reviews. I, so I I just wonder, do people get offended with the fact that, you know, like, let's just say if they felt like, oh, you was trash and you here giving reviews. You know, like, they're probably like... Hey, I'm I'm not saying he is, but I'm just saying like for those that gave him like bad reviews, I wonder how they feel. Like okay. look at this motherfucker giving reviews, and I gave him a bad review. And, and that's how it goes. That's no matter like people that people that reviewed my music is now 
they see that um they see that I'm doing it now uh-huh. and like okay you see what I was talking about when I said this and this and that and a lot of them I was like nah bro I don't I don't get what you're talking about so but it is what it is but I, th- I think I found something All right, let's go uh. <sighs> damn yeah let me tap into these roots uh. I um Yo. I'm oh, trying to oh, see I, I just want to make sure I'm at the race but alright you ready I'm ready. I, they ain't used to this. I'm so true with this. Couple gold chains because I felt cool with this. Now I'm back to my roots, old school with this. Had to tell these motherfuckers that I do this shit. I've been stunting, never been new to this. I've been making the Dev Jam since Ludacris. Go stupid on the track, I'm a fool with this. Niggas hate me because I'm always with they boo and shit. So swagged out and I ain't even got to try hard. Crazy, I'm the rapper that they try for. Big bank and I'm living so lavish. Seen it all, gotta thank God for these carrots. Got dreams, why the fuck you think I shine for? Always on my grind, I ain't never had time for. You ain't talking cash, then why you hit my line for? I'm on my business bitch mind joe's yeah ah! yeah Boys. And that was um that was for my song was how long ago was that this was january 14 2016 i could tell it was old <laughs> I could yeah, tell yeah, it was old. Yeah. Okay. so that was um that was on my song uh 2016 cream from my last project that i've ever released called mm. uh big bang owl that's what's up yeah Look, yeah yeah i could tell it was old um, just because of the words, you, certain words you were saying. Yeah, they were popular yeah. at that yeah, time, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I hear you say swag, I'd be like, yeah, that, that was yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's uh, at the end of the day, you you were able to grow. Yeah, at, definitely. And, and I just find that to be so beautiful. Like it is. Yeah. A, evolution is wonderful, you know. And I think a lot of people have a hard time accepting the change, uh-huh. you know, but I feel like once you accept the change, you become better. And then it's, it's a deeper understanding of yourself. Like you understand like, okay, cool. I was at this point here. I'm at this point now. And when you come to understanding that change, it overall makes you a better person. Mm. So, well, I look forward to your success. I appreciate it. I can't wait for us to make it to like where we. Oh yeah, you know? I can't wait till we get in this bag off of YouTube. Ooh. You know, we chilling. You know, I'm we like, just. Uh huh. Baby, when I see you. Like, Where's the henny? Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be henny yeah, or henny or henny. It's definitely not. You know, um, continue striving. Continue. You know, do stop saying you're trying because you're doing it. You I know, got you. you are doing it. And I know it's not easy. Definitely. I know that for a fact it's not easy. But what's that saying? Um, nothing, nothing good. Nothing, com- no, no, nothing worth having yeah. comes easy or something Some like shit that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As cliche as that shit sounds, it's so fucking. It's it true. Is. It is because I feel like this. I I feel like whenever, and it, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. Whenever you're chasing a dream, mm-hmm. you know, a passion of yours. It's it's it, you're gonna you're gonna face life. Absolutely. You know you're gonna. Absolutely. Life has so many lemons to to throw at you, and it's just a matter of how you are. The, are you gonna slice it up? Are you gonna make lemonade? What are yeah, you gonna yeah, do yeah. with this? You know. So, um, I want to see you continue doing what you're doing, and I'm super proud of you. Of course, sis, I appreciate you're you. Not definitely, you know. Um. For everybody who's watching everything, where can we find you? Yeah, I can find me at um so my personal page is Big Bank L underscore. Um my coaching page is Coach Lincoln J eighteen. And then my photography and video page is shot by L J Y eighteen. And um the, all all the YouTubes and stuff will be in the link, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, everything. Appreciate the, you, sis. Yeah. Nah, you already know. So yeah. And at that I got a sixteen from him. 
You did. Wow. You did. You're, you're the only person that can draw that out because I'm probably never going to spit any <laughs> verses ever again. Like I said, and this is for the homies and they need a feature. And like I'm talking about, they might have to be established at this point, you know, because maybe they'll realize I'm a better rapper than half my friends. And then I get signed too. And then I don't even got to worry about it. Yo, then they're going to be like, this motherfucker. We'll see. We'll see. But um, V, I appreciate the I opportunity appreciate to be on your, well, your platform. I, nah, thank you for, for taking the time. For coming out here, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been showing nothing but love and support. Absolutely, you guys are amazing. We love you, um, and you're gonna you, you're gonna see more of LJ and you, yeah, because I definitely. Uh, oh yeah, I want to I wanna definitely work with you more. Oh um, yeah, like I said, man, we can sit down, we can chop it up, and we can make some stuff happen. You already know. So, yo, guys, you can follow me V Henny underscore on IG V Henny. Sure do that. Uh, Facebook. The artistry NY across all platforms, of and course. you're just gonna see all everything in the d- description box. You already, yep. you already know. You dig? <laughs> the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY.